This is an ABC podcast. Hello. Hi, I'm Alex, the handyman. Oh, hey, Alex. Oh, great. I'm so glad you're here. Come on in. Thank you. So, Alex, our house is like Antarctica in winter and it's a sauna in summer. We really need to sort that out. But I'm also trying to save the earth, so I'm wondering if, like, we could find an eco-friendly fireplace. I saw these really funky ones on Pinterest and they hang from the ceiling. They're awesome. Also, I think we need a big-ass air conditioner, like a really big one, but obviously it needs to have, like, five-star energy rating, of course, and one of those still-look industrial fans for the lounge room. They are so on trend. And a pool. I think we need a pool, heated in winter, cooled in summer, and surrounded by rainforest plants because how good for the air are they? And they look so pretty. Okay, and what's your budget? About five grand. Right, okay. We might need to scale those plants back a little, but you can still be green. I will help you. I'm Fee Pool, and I'm learning to live a little greener. This is Little Green Pod. Okay, let's put things in perspective straight up. Pete and I, we're privileged to own our own house. So look, in a way, I get it. This is a first world problem. But we do want to make our space cosier in winter and cooler in summer. We figure controlling the temp is one of the most important things you can do, right? Because energy efficient homes means less greenhouse gas emissions, big green tick there, and less demand on renewable resources, another green tick. But how do we make that happen on a skinny budget? Well, Ishfaya is an eco-handy woman and an expert when it comes to cheap hacks to make our houses comfy and earth-friendly. You know what? Most of the recommendations I'm going to give you are things that you can't see, but you can feel. What really irritates me is people shuzzing for actually still living in a house that's definitely not sustainable because they haven't addressed the very elements that a sustainable house needs, which is good window coverings, well draft-proofed and insulated. That does sound pretty good. Like at the moment, this particular room is cold in winter and it's just too hot in summer. What would you do there? Okay. First thing I want you to look at is drafts. Air gets into your house and out of your house in so many sneaky areas. So draft proofing is about blocking up those gaps. So it comes in under doors, round window architraves, under those cornices that you all have around the top of the ceiling, but it gets in everywhere. It even comes in plumbing outlets and through electrical plugs. So up to 25% of the heat lost from home is caused by air leakage. Look for gaps, listen for rattles and whistling, feel from air moving and check the curtain for movement. Are you going to get rid of my drafts, Alex? Yeah, of course. Can you see where they are? Yeah. You've got some under your windows, under your doors, from your floorboards. I'm just thinking now, I'm seeing this door that goes into this room and honestly, it would have like two centimetres between the door and the floor. (laughs) So what do I do there? What you've got to do is you go down the aisle of a hardware shop that's marked draft proofing. You're going to get this foam tape that you stick around the door frame so that when the door closes, it sounds like you're going into a hermetically sealed spaceship. (laughs) Closes in tight. And then on the bottom of the door, you could use a door snake, you know, the classic door snake. 
Yeah. The technology has improved, let me tell you. You can get a double-sided door snake that has a door snake on either side and moves with the door. But go one step further, Fee, and get an adhesive, it's called a weather strip or door strip, and you can buy those at the hardware shop. Cut it to size and stick it to the bottom of your door so that it just scrapes along the floor or the carpet. There's two types. There's one that sort of is solid rubber or another type, which is like a moustache, a furry one. I'd get the furry one for most uses. But that then blocks the draft from the bottom of the door. Then you've blocked the draft from around the sides of the door. You'll be as smug as a bug. That sounds so easy. But, you know, it would keep the heat in in winter, but does it keep it cold in summer? Yes, because the thing is, when you are wanting to keep the elements out of your house... You've just got to block them. And draft proofing is pretty simple because that's all you're doing. You're just stopping it coming in through those gaps and cracks. So you can imagine if your house is nice and cool in summer and then it's stinking hot outside, that heat will find a way of coming inside eventually, whether it's through the roof space or through the windows or through the gaps and cracks. So it will definitely work in summer as well. Planning a reno? Well-positioned living areas can increase your home's energy efficiency and make it more comfortable. Consider designing your living areas to capture winter sun and cooling summer breezes. All right, we've just draft-proofed the entire house. What's next? How do we make it more comfortable? You've got to look at your glazing. If you feel in the middle of the winter that your heat is being sucked out of you when you're sitting next to a window, it's because windows are the worst insulators in your house. They're the weakest link. So in winter, they cause your house to cool down and in summer they cause your house to heat up. So what you've got to do is somehow insulate those windows. So insulating your windows, you can have double glazing or triple glazing. Double glazing works by trapping a layer of still air between two panes of glass and that still air is the insulator. Bubble wrap works extraordinarily well (laughs) for something so cheap and a little bit nasty but it does insulate your windows at a pinch. And if you're walking the dog and you go past a house with bubble wrap on the window, you can go, Lish Feyer told them to do that. (laughs) Yeah, it's true because bubble wrap, you picture each little bubble is like a little glazed unit, still air inside the bubble. And all I do is spray a bit of water on the window and bubble wrap has a flat side and a bubbly side. I just stick the bubble wrap to the window on the flat side. It'll hold on the water. You don't need to do anything else. And there you have a fully insulated window. Now, if you've got good curtains as well, they act like a really good insulator because they're trapping a layer of still air between the curtain and the glass. Now, if a window is being hit by the sun in the middle of summer, like a west-facing window in Australia with the sun directly on it, is going to fry your house inside. So you've got to shade it from the outside. This might be a beautiful awning on the outside, a roll-down blind, or it could be as simple as putting a bamboo blind on a pulley system outside your window and just dropping it for the entire summer. And why on the outside and not the inside? Once the sun has hit the glass and has come inside, what happens is it heats up inside and heats up the furnishings and the floor and the energy can't get out again. So you've already started the problem. Warm air moves toward the windows. In fact, a single pane of glass can lose almost 10 times as much heat as the same area of insulated wall. When it comes to covering the windows, 
Fabric curtains will offer better insulation than wooden blinds and shutters. But if you love the look of shutters, consider Woods and Bamboo, certified by the Forest Stewardship Council. Finally, well insulated. I have wooden floors with no insulation underneath. I can tell you, you can in winter, you can feel outside coming up through the floors. Basically, you've got to look for good coverage of insulation. So it's got to cover the entire area. A fascinating little fact is that if you've got a 5% gap in your insulation, it'll mean a 50% reduction in the effectiveness of the insulation. A bit like if you've got a, a woolly jumper with a big hole in it, you know you get cold just through that one hole, don't you? Yes. So that's the reason. So you've just got to make sure that that insulation is properly installed. Do your ceiling first, then your walls, then your floors. And once you've done that, the difference is remarkable in how much heat you can keep inside that house and how much cool in summer. Is there an eco-friendly insulation material that we should be looking towards? I think wool bats is always the best uh, in terms of just a natural fibre again. Depend on your climate. If you're up in the north of Australia, you're going to have insulation that keeps the heat out and that'll be a foil insulation, a reflective insulation. But down in the colder states, down in New South Wales, Victoria, Tasmania, you're going to want a bulk insulation, one that keeps the heat in your house. When it comes to eco-friendly insulation, there's a lot of love for cellulose. 80 to 85% of it, it's recycled new paper. Yep, you're insulating your home with yesterday's news. The rest is borax, boric acid, or ammonium sulfate, which makes the new prints fibre more fire-resistant. What if you've got a really old house? Like, how do you get into the walls? Well, there's a, a few different types of wall insulation. Some can be retrofitted and blown in if it's a double brick cavity wall. They just drill little holes in the bricks and blow it in, this, uh, different foams, or there can be a, a wool, a bit like shredded paper. If they're a stud wall, a brick veneer house, they will just then have to put it in between each part of the wall, quite a slow process. So if you're building a new house... This is the things to look at. First thing, Fee, you've got to buy yourself a nice pair of slippers. I had a yoga instructor once that said, Lish, don't try and carpet the whole world. Just buy yourself a pair of Ugg boots. And I thought that is a good recipe for life because if you've insulated yourself first, that's a really good start and then you will stay warm. Alex, you're the best handyman. Hey, what are, you, what are you putting on there, though? I'm installing a door-bottom sweep seal on your door, and it should uh, keep the air inside your home. Will it keep all the warm air in? It should do, yes. Oh, excellent. Can you put one on Pete's butt, then? Oi, I heard that. It worked. Mission draft control is complete, and the house is so much more comfortable. Like, we have hardly needed the heater this winter at all. Hey... Show me your green Renaults, big or small. Share a pic on social with the hashtag LittleGreenPod and don't forget there are loads more Little Green tricks and tips on other episodes of Little Green Pod, so head there. It's free on ABC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. Little Green Pod is an ABC Audio Studios and ABC Regional and Local production. It's presented by me, Fee Bull. It's produced by Samantha Turnbull. Audio engineer is Simon Branthwaite. 
and executive producers are Liz Keane and Rachel Fountain.